Good afternoon. Welcome to AF Eloquence, the show where we are eloquent AF about all things Aussie rules football. Welcome. My name is Emil Freund. And my name is Bart Welch. We hey, are- Bart. Hey, Emile. We're coming at you. Ya. You too, man. It's talking at you. Look at you. Looking great on the uh, the wizard screen, which doesn't have <laughs> not a lot of context now. I guess we were talking about- uh, Magic computer box. Yes. We, uh, we, we're using yep. to transcend- Borders, mm-hmm. state borders. Yep, that's how you do it. You that's get how you do it. Yeah, you get yourself a, a sweet internet connection. And look at this magical screen, which I don't know how it works, Millie. I don't understand how this screen works, but I'm grateful that it uh, <laughs> that we can see each other on this beautiful Thursday, the 9th of September, um, yes. at one forty-two. That's the time. Spring has truly sprung, has it not? Oof, mate, the sun is out. Uh, as finals. It's not, it's not the only fever kicking around at the moment. There's this finals fever, Mealy, which is hay my fever. preferred. There's hay fever, which you absolutely have today. <laughs> Poor old Mealy's been. Oh, um, it's, you, you know yeah, what? when you hear me coughing and spluttering, it ain't the spicy cough, I'll tell you that much. It's, not the Sydney um, sneeze, no. Pollen. It's a bit of, it's pollen, a bit of pollen mixed with some finals fever, which we've all that's got. That's right. <laughs> um, and that's why we're both at home uh, isolating with finals fever. Um, yeah, got my co- got my COVID test back yesterday. Negative for COVID, positive for finals fever, and that's the way it should be. Um, that's that's right, that's right Mealy. Yeah, so we if you do hear Mealy, um, yeah, sniffing away, the poor things had been hit by that uh, that uh, those flame trees that Melbourne uh, is known for, and um, mm. yeah, and of course finals fever football. But geez, Mealy, prelim week. Are you excited? Prelim week. We're here. It feels a bit surreal. Like uh, this year, generally time-wise, has been a bit of a warp. What uh, is time? And footy, footy's been a bit of an anchor through that. Uh, so it feels it feels odd and also maybe kind of, I'm all right with it. I mean, I'm be really sad when footy's done, but it feels a bit odd and, and, and all, um, that footy's about to finish. It feels mm. like we're on, moving on to the next little phase, little chapter. Winter's done. Mm-hmm. Maybe the light is at the end of the tunnel in sure regards is. to all these lockdowns and uh, being yeah. totally affected in a day-to-day way by COVID. Perhaps by the end of the year, things will be a bit better. Oh uh, certainly, yeah, dude. Still feels, got the some, somehow. Still got the optimism, wow, really. Map. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we love a roadmap. Tell me how to get out of here. Give me that map. Um, I agree with mm. you, man. I think it's, um, you know, as much as this year's another timeless year, as you say, a bit of a sucky one, I do look forward. I, you know, I feel I'm a cynical guy at times, merely, and I know, you know, you can be as well, but we both have some undying optimism inside because I keep on, I'm still excited for things to come, even in the midst of hell, Um you know, I'm excited for the end of the year and I'm excited for next year to jump to like next year's season because no doubt we're going to football games. Like that's happening. It's, um, oh yeah, it's happening. Yeah. That's going to be a thing of the past. Like to, to not, to not have to, you know, sure. There might be little things that can come up along the way, but it's very likely that we're just going to be able to enjoy a lot of football next year. And geez, I've got some football to make up. I've got some time to make up. Gonna be going big to time, man. I got some. I got some barracking to do. That's for oh, damn sure. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, big barracking. And <laughs> what a what a week last week was. It was a good, good, uh, good couple of finals we got to see. One in particular. Oh Oof. yeah, one of the best. Hey, Lions, Lions, Dogs game was a beaut. Oh, what a what a cracking game. Yeah, start on that. Did you um paint me your your scene? 
were you uh, were you watching with the housemates? Uh, what was your yeah watching with the housemates? Uh, in 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 touch with uh, good friend uh, Daniel Last, who's uh, big doggies, who's a big, man, big bulldogs, big bulldogs sporter. He it's funny. Um, back in 2016, he'd been burnt. This is a little bit of a side and aside, but he'd been burnt a fair bit by the dogs, as as you do, yeah. as as especially dogs fans were. Um, and he'd he'd gone through those prelims against um, two thousand you know, Saints, Adelaide Crows in the nineties, and then the yeah you know, Saints and a bit and another one against the Crows in the thousands. And mm-hmm. he kind of switched off footy in the few years leading up to twenty sixteen. And uh, earlier in that year, we'd, we my housemate and I and other football friends, yourself included, were kind of excited about the dogs, and I was revving him up about him like man you gotta get on the dogs this year they're all they're they're looking likely um and he did enjoy the final series and enjoy the the premiership but um this year he's he's actually gotten right into the footy and it's it's great it's great to see uh and great to watch uh and always more enjoyable when you've got uh, a few mates who have got real vested interests in the game you're watching. Oh, yeah. So that was me. I was uh, had a little had a little wizard screen chat with him, nice. housemates, bit of a chat. Enjoyed that game immensely, uh, Gee, especially like the tension oh. right towards the end. Like, oh man, it was actually oh. one of those ones, wasn't it? It was. Um, it didn't. You didn't need to have a, a an amazing imagination to to feel that pressure and what it would be like being one of those teams fans or a player or being at the ground. You could. Gee, they did a good job of the the ground and the crowd really really um amplified that whole thing. Do you imagine if that was a final like that without any crowd there? Just sucky, sucky. It was so yeah. energetic and exciting, and yeah, full tingles. It was one of the better finals in in a while, and and the fact that it was shaping up for about twenty minutes in the last quarter to just go mm. into overtime mm-hmm. or to be a close finish oh. just kind of intensified the finish. You know, it was it was fantastic. It was a brilliant game. Um, yeah, and and you just, I mean, you get a bit of, I don't know, I, it, it adds a little bit to the narrative for the dogs this year, which I quite enjoy. You know, they've had to, the first final was down in Tassie against the Bombers in the wet. This game was up in the Gabba against a hostile Gabatoire crowd, and against the against uh, against the Lions who have been uh, great this year, and, and only only to only to win by a point. Now they've got to travel over to to Adelaide and, and take on take on those those uh, powerful Port Adelaide Magpie slash powers. It's gonna yeah. be like, and then they have to travel to Perth and if they make through that game. Exactly, uh, and then a, a week off, a, a quarantine. Uh-huh. You know, there'll be yes. n- never be. I guess there is last year. There'll never be a season like it, except that next year, um, next this year. year as well. <laughs> um, but you know, yeah, they, <laughs> they will. Um, Un- so this year actually isn't unprecedented, really. It's just a run-of-the-mill year, True. to be honest. Um, no more unprecedented <laughs> times. By the way, what is yeah, time? Two in a row is enough for a pattern. Yeah, yeah there we go. Next year, we're going to have the grand final in Adelaide. Um, no. <laughs> no, I. but yeah, you're right. If they So if they get over power this weekend, which will be their biggest test yet, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, and then now we'll wait. We'll wait for tips. But anyway, that's yes, story. Yeah, indeed. It's a, that's that's the hard one to call, I reckon. But yeah, gee. And then two huge moments in the game as well with um, like Bailey mm. Bailey's. What's in a name? Nearly we got Bailey Smith well, and then Zach Bailey. Smooth the right Bailey's. Bailey. Smooth Bailey's. Ooh. Mick Creamy finish. Creamy Bailey's. Just before <laughs> bed. Pop a little Bailey's. Right. Um, nightcap. Yeah. <laughs> a little nightcap. Um. Mm. Yeah, just 
clutch goals. Um, and just a huge that finish. That one, Bailey Smith on his on his left on from the boundary line. Yeah, really awesome. The whole ice in the vein celebration, which I love for the first yeah. four seconds, and then was like, stop uh-huh. doing the thing. Right, Turn around and celebrate with your teammates, please. Yeah. One of his teammates went up and like bumped into him and was like trying to hug him and do something. And he was just still icing in still the, icing in the pump, veins pumping. to the crowd. Uh, yeah. I feel like some like so old the, sour guy online who's like angry because I don't have a body <laughs> like him, um, which is not true. I mean, uh, there aren't but, many people. many people in this country or in this world have a body like him, but you're one of no, them. No, um, no, that's right. Yeah, if only the uh, listeners but, could see my rippling bod on this. I love the doggies. Oh, I don't know. Uh, uh, I love the doggies move though the next day to come out and say it was, oh no, it was actually, and him as well. Oh no, it was actually a, about getting the vaccine, you know, go get the vaccine, which is like, do they say that? One of the more, yeah, yeah, yeah. He came That's out the so next good. day and the doggies came out and said, Oh no, it's about getting the vaccine. Like go no. get the vaccine, which amazing. Oh my God. Like, That's great, so funny. Great, That's great really little, uh, funny. Of me. Oh, I didn't see that. that. Oh, well, well played yeah. the media team. Get vaxxed. Yeah. Just running along. Get vaxxed. Get vaxxed. Oh, that's yeah, dude. Um, I mean, it's not true. I don't think, but no, uh, he's definitely doing the message. And it also does. From a oh, NBA yeah. player it, who did the same thing. That's exactly. Um, and it does also kind of uh, shed a little bit of light, not light. It does uh, put into perspective the lack of any messaging around vaccines that uh, the AFL, from the AFL, which as a, you know, um, taxpayer funded, well, sorry, tax exempt funded community based organization who, uh, are responsible for the game in, in this country, but also a, a recognized kind of role models and, and, and business leaders and community leaders. They've been kind of silent about They've the whole thing. They've been really uh, shit. I, I thought the same thing when Sydney posted their, their um, a little thing recently that said 100% of our staff and players are fully vaccinated now. And I was like, what? Hell really? Yeah. Just now? Though? And also no one else mm. has said this. So is there still players kicking around that – that aren't vaccinated, oh, who are skipping 100%. borders and stuff and doing, you'd think they would be like a, a priority. And I guess maybe that's well, why they didn't want to do it to like make it seem like they were favoritizing. I think, I think, them first. I think that's the reason. Right. I think that's the reason. They're worried about the blowback about the optics given of the like, oh, the slow and bungled rollout yeah. of the vaccine of them getting it first yeah. um, over, you know, over people in aged care or, or, totally. or, or vulnerable people, you know, yeah, understandably. Okay. But, but now, at this though, point, yeah, right. Make a push right. now, right? Like if that was earlier uh-huh. on, I could see that when we had like two percent coverage for the country, right? And, you know, meanwhile, uh-huh. we're kicking around with sweet, sweet Pfizer in the veins. Bailey Smith's got Pfizer in the veins. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it feels like they could have done a lot more now. Like they, as you say, like they they are great vessels for for change. Um, you know, and they do so many the good initiatives is, at other times. But that's just, right. They've, they've been completely silent on the vaccine front. And I don't know. It's interesting seeing people come out and, and put a stance there and do a full Guy Sebastian, you know, go real pro-vax and then just backtrack because you're scared of oh, blowback from your fans or something. Like, I don't know what the AFL has been doing here, but they easily could have set a far Nothing, better not example. Much. They Lovely, really just anyway. done very little. But the bloods, well, the thing no you forget, surprise. The thing you forget. No, that's right. It's that strong bloods culture. Yep. The thing you forget, no though, plots Bart, in there is that team, a lot of these. Friend. Sorry. Oh no. <laughs> 
Well, maybe they have a little plot bargains, against you. A lot of these... Sorry, dude. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> Um, the thing you forget a lot about about a lot of these players, though, mate, is that um, a lot of their partners and, and and a lot of them in particular, but their partners uh, are, are right, are really uh, uh, they're uh, they're wellness advisors. Yeah, that's right. They've they got a lot of they do a lot of research and they know all about well what's best for. Yeah, that's right. They know. Yeah. Oh, that's right. They know. They they got a lot of great products on the market. Stuff mm. that'll really help. Uh, yeah, essential oils. Turning, uh, turning things. Yeah, also, spirulina. yeah, and knowing to, you know, knowing the risks merely and knowing that, mate, you know, potentially it's less risky for you to have to maybe rack up a few lines with your friends during the lockdown and maybe have a few bumps, Bartell style. Um, uh-huh. Wow. Yeah, dude. Uh, they, they've actually got a lot of information that no one seems to be talking about, uh, especially the health departments or, or yeah. governments. So, yeah. I mean, if the that AFL, one. maybe the AFL are listening to them. I don't know. Um, Smart business. No, I, I do, I do suspect it has something to do with that. With the optics with, of um, them being I, first. Just pushing in. No, the, yes. Yeah. Well, that definitely, but I think it also has something to do with the, um, the, Blowback, oh, the hesitancy rates amongst um, footy players and their partners. I think that would have something to do with it, because I, I don't know. It could it could be really unfair of me to say this, but I feel as though the hesitancy rates amongst footballers and their partners is is likely to be a lot based on the profile of people who are spouting bullshit around COVID and the vaccine. It yeah. seems. Uh, likely that footy players and their partners are going to be in that category. Yeah, look, all Emil and I are saying is that uh, there's a big Venn diagram of you put in one circle, you have gym junkies. In another circle, you have Instagram influencers. You cross them together and in that little middle bit of the Venn diagram, you have people going to lockdown rallies. So maybe mm-hmm. gym people, football players, well, maybe. <laughs> it feels that way and that's kind of the demographic, isn't it? So I don't know. I, I'm sure that most I'm sure that most footy players are pretty reasonable about it. Or I hope they are. I hope they're listening to, to advice sure, about well, it. Um, I'm sure, but yeah, I'm, they're they're just, to the demographics well. don't feel great. I'm sure they are also. <laughs> well, naturally. Yeah, for sure. This is where they get all their um, football-related content. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes hot weekly tips. hot tips and and such. <laughs> um, yeah, but you're, the main point though is you're right. Um, the AFL really did drop the ball on on this one. They could have they could have made a, a big push. They might do it. Maybe they'll do it now. I don't know. A bit, little little too little too late. But I think we're well on the track now. Finally with that stuff. Hopefully. Um, but uh, yeah. yeah, geez, merely football, my friend. And where were you? Where were you watching the uh, the dogs? The dogs. Um, uh, Brisbane game. Dogs, Brisbane in my little abode here. I did actually, I was, so, was I a solo boy? I was a solo boy. Gee, I was going to say I was with the ambassador, mm. but I wasn't. I was watching by myself, um, riding these waves. Uh, no wizard screen with me. I wasn't tuning into uh, into the portal, into another person's lounge room. I was just um, watching by myself and probably texting people with ex- furious thumbs merely about how excited I was. Um yeah, I, that's what I just watched it by myself. It was awesome. I had a, I had a cracking night, and it was. I'm I'm pretty pretty content really watching football alone if I have to. Like I've done it many times, particularly in the last. Uh, oh yeah, twenty four months or two seasons. Had a lot of solo football, and um, and that's okay. But yeah, I I, I um, 
there anything else really on that on that game that we don't, haven't covered? I guess the one thing that was interesting is the umpires have copped so much this year, and some of it is fair enough. Some stuff's pretty frustrating, or there's been some bad stuff. But I feel like every game at the moment, like people were just like so salty about the umpires, like. You know, there's, yeah, there was some bad calls. There was bad calls both ways, and they didn't affect the game. Like, the last few minutes there, Dane Zorko kicked the ball out of bounds twice. Like, no umpire made him yep. do that. Bruce um, had stacks of shots on Brisbane goal Brisbane missed last, a bunch of shots, yep. In the last quarter, heaps. Yeah, exactly. I don't, And, yeah, there was, a, there was a couple calls, but, like, they didn't affect the game that much. I think the, the, the block that the big O put on was there in the, in the ruck, contest yep. it was there there yep. was one holding the ball call that didn't go the way of brisbane when someone kind of dived on in the middle of the ground which probably should have yeah um but yeah. whatever both both ways i don't think taylor deray's little kick over the boundary when he was racing with charlie cameron which what a huge effort by the way taylor deray was like immense on charlie in that second it half because charlie was mm. setting up for an all-time game it was such a good game wasn't it like even the it start you think about game. the end but the start was amazing it was like i don't yeah. know what it was off the top of my head but it was like 36 it was like six or seven goals each kicked in the first quarter massive scoring yeah it was, it was like an eight or nine goal first quarter or something i think huge or maybe such, it was more than that i think it was more to be honest but I, i'm not sure but charlie yeah, yeah, kicked yeah. maybe three in that and one of his that one sprinting away from eastern wood um was mm. just so difficult to then hit it like kind of kick it yeah. at 45 from about yeah 40 ish out it's just such a mm. such a good player. He's got to be one of the best, most exciting players in the game, right? To not and then to have his own like celebration, like getting on the on the Harley, is um, it's, it's just awesome. That's the stuff you want to yeah, see, yeah, dude. He's got his own. He's, yeah, exactly. He's got his own. He's got his own celebration. It's, it's signature move. Will that be Bailey Smith's new one? I don't know. Yeah, like, get the jab. Um, the ice in the veins. What, what will he do next mm, year? Get is the it, jab. Get the jab. Oh, that's a question. Ba- no one's really a masks on one, have they? Well, uh, Canelio did. Gee, AFL players, by the way, except oh. for Charlie, except for Charlie, who does his yeah. own cool thing, and maybe Reese Matheson. Mm-hmm. He does his. People don't like this much, but he does that shotgun thing. Oh. Maybe, mind you, that's probably some players. Um, but, but what I was getting to is, except for Charlie, they're all fucking stealing Premier League and NBA and NFL players' celebrations. How about they come up with something or- yeah. original, really? Like Bailey Smith's thing yeah, right? from some NBA player. I don't know who. I don't care. Um, who else mm. does another one that's um, – there's another player. Does, oh, Cornelio. Yeah, the mask thing. Cornelio did this one. Remember these ones? The mask. That's yeah. And that's from, a, um, that's from some Premier League player that's not his. Yeah, okay. And that's little COVID. So little COVID safe. Yeah, one. maybe that this is that's the, Cristiano Ronaldo. I oh, Ronaldo. Think, that one, yeah, that right? mask one. Yeah. So maybe this is mm. the AFL's like lackluster attempt at getting people to yeah. get the jab and get and mask up. They've got two like you know iconic players in the league. They go Bailey, Bailey. Look, we know you got a great rig, man. We know you got a fantastic rig, and we know that lots of underage girls. Love your rig and your Instagram profile. And we're getting a lot of hesitancy from young people to go and get this jab. So mm. what we want you to do, <laughs> if you happen to, you know, kick a clutch goal, let's say in the last few minutes sure. of this game, if you can just give some symbol to Left or right, doesn't matter. We'll take either. You get to yeah. choose. You get What side do you sleep on? You tell us, Bailey. You choose. <laughs> and then give them a little something, something. <laughs> it's next, next game, prior game. Cornelio, Steven, we know you're horribly out of form and – 
disgustingly overpaid. Really badly out of form. <laughs> paid way too much for how you're playing. But, but. Got a deal for just, the next eight years. Yeah, he got a lot of money. And to make it, to, to pay it back to the Giants and to us, the AFL, uh-huh. if you could just. Well, by extension, up, the AFL. By extension, yeah. the AFL. If you could just throw up that little hand mask situation just to remind people to just keep the masks on. Um, if you can, I know Keep it's going to go under the nose, but if you could do the symbol slightly over the Lift nose it. so everything's covered. Just five centimetres. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look yeah. cool. Um, <laughs> no, not but, quite. But in all seriousness, because <laughs> we jest, see, that's what this pod's all about, jesting. Um, Charlie's one of the only ones who's got his OG original original celebration and Reeds Madison. And, um, Maybe it's something to do with Brisbane's else? culture. Yeah. You know? They're Maybe that's why Lockie Neal wants to leave because he doesn't have his own he doesn't have his own signature oh, signature what? move. Oh, you know, he doesn't well, want one. He doesn't want news. one. He wants to go back to Frio. He wants to go back right. to Frio to uh, to um to sort out his to find one. Maybe he wants to find himself and find what his celebration is. Um but to spoil Maybe. this little thought in this party. I did just see breaking news, everyone. I know you're going to get this hot off the presses <gasps> on AFL, but he's he's staying. He's put a little. He's put a video. Okay. Up. He's not going. He's they've gone the into damage control, and they yeah they must have they must have promised. Um, I don't know the support. I guess um, maybe they painted sure. the picture that because apparently, if for anyone who isn't following this i'm sure if you're listening to this podcast you probably know because you got to dig pretty deep in your footy content if you listen to this one but um <laughs> let's say yeah. you don't know uh yeah i think it was him you know him wanting to return and particularly his partner who's both they're both in wa or she's from wa and they've got four weeks time they've got their first child due and covid sucks <laughs> they haven't been able to see their family for a long time and won't be able to still for a while um which i understand i'm also I'm living alone in Sydney. Haven't seen my family for nine months or something. Like it sucks. Um, and I'm not having a child, mind you, but I don't have my partner with me either. So everyone's going through that tough stuff. But you know, it's I'm sure everyone's got different circumstances. Um, but yeah, apparently what, that. Was what got me about this? Mm-hmm. Well, what got me about this story, and that's what I that's what I heard as well. That you know, it was for family reasons, and in particular about here their their the birth of their impending. The impending birth of their child, right? First child. And it was there was that. They wanted to be closer to family. And what I don't understand was that the the criticism that they were copying, that he was copying for wanting to walk out for, you know, and this was just reported at the time. He didn't have he hadn't even said anything officially or to the media or to anyone. But the criticism he was he and the partner were copying for wanting to walk out on this contract. It's just like he signed this deal. What two three years ago before COVID was a thing? Yeah, three and years ago. There yep. you go. And since that time, COVID's happened. Uh, can you blame him yeah. for wanting to be closer to his family? Yeah, like, and his partner can't is do struggling weekends and there. Having a child. Can't even when they go over to play in WA, they can't go yeah, see can't the family see because they're yeah. going to stay in their bubble. You know it, it, exactly. I man. can't. It's I can't see how anyone is critical at this at, at this point in history of, of anyone wanting to go back to be around their their own people it makes it, it, yeah, it's, it's such odd. a human desire and need and want and and Strange. given that we've had our movement so badly restricted it, it it makes total sense to me so I think anyone who's criticizing uh Lockie Neal or his partner or anyone for wanting to head back to be close to their family has got their priorities way out of sorts pretty odd isn't it because the person i don't want to bash on this person too much but but caroline wilson's 
twice this year been really hard on players who've wanted to to do this, particularly their when it's been related to their female partner having children. Um, it's been really it was real harsh on Tim Membry and Seb Ross about going home in, in an Adelaide game, which I didn't give yeah. none. No Saints fans cared about at all. Like none of, none of the Saints or the. Apparently there was a bit of smoke fire there about some frustrations behind the scenes. Like I'm sure they wanted them to stay. Maybe that's all it was. Like, yeah, we want them to stay, but we're going to allow them to go home because hundred year pandemic, horrible times, family, like family comes first. It's just a no brainer. Um, and same in this instance, because she was really vocal as well about it. And the guys come over, she was. he's given two all Australian years and a Brownlow medal. And they've, Played in Brownlow medal is not easy. They haven't won one, uh, and he's won the club's years, best and fairest two years as well. Yeah, yeah, like he's a damn good player and he's given a lot. And apparently he's a consummate professional and he's you know does all the right things. So I don't know. And now it turns out he's staying. So it obviously got leaked somehow, and um, and they had a little run at it. Um, but again, I, don't, I actually like a lot of what Caroline Wilson says with other things, but she's had some weird. Oh, I think she's fantastic in many yeah. respects, but that, that I found that to be really distasteful. Yeah. She's missed the mark on that. She also, she ass. went to Amsterdam to visit her grandchild during the year right. and quarantined both ways and did a big, big journey. And again, uh, go for it. Absolutely. If you can, if you've got the means to do it and you can work from there, hundred percent. No one stopped Caroline Wilson going, right. um, from her nah. you know, um, responsibilities, yeah. but yeah. And anyway, Turns why? Yeah, why? Why are footy players? Why do they have to be held to a higher standard in that regard? Just because you got a contract, know. And, you know, you, you build contracts, your plans contracts. around <laughs> Families, family. And man. also, the guy's been like injury, a bit injury prone this year. And don't get me wrong, he's still an absolute jet, but he's not the kind of midfield jet that your team falls apart if he leaves. Like, um, you know, if he was really integral structurally, like a Max Gorn or something, if you're losing example, the bond. The Bont, in, yeah, in a midfielder comparison, it'd be something like the Bont. And then even more key structurally, that's why, that's why I think Max Gorn maybe is one of the only ones. It was something like that where it was like, oh, geez, we're losing our ruck, our really key pillar or, or, an, or a 60-goal you know, forward or something. like. But midfielders who sure. possess a ton of the ball and they're not always the – they're not, you know – you lose Tom Mitchell at the Hawks, would you know, really yeah. win all those many yeah. more games? Like, still an amazing player. And I think right. Lockie Neal's the same. But, yeah, he doesn't have that thing like the Bond has or like other players have. But any, anyway, and they would have been handsomely, you know, um, they would have been paid very well for it from Frio. But uh, as it's turned out, they probably oh, yeah. just needed some time to think. Could have been wrapped up in the emotion of this end of the year. Um, and then... They've made the decision to stay, and and that's great. Maybe they are also seeing the light that we've talked about, the aforementioned light at the end of this shithole tunnel that we're going through. Um, maybe they can see that. There's definitely a lot more light in Queensland than Sydney and Melbourne where we are right now. They can go outside and experience <laughs> that light. <laughs> yeah. We'll wait till daylight savings, you know what I mean? Oh, that's true. That's we'll what will that. come good. Queensland won't. So yeah. We're coming, Queensland. Oh, yeah. We're coming. Spring has <laughs> sprung, and so has the light. Oh, the light boy. is coming. Um, um, right, so that's Lockie Neal tick. What else? What else are we got to talk about? Oh, plenty, well, plenty on before we before we get into next week's. But we have, we didn't really even talk about what were you going to say? Sorry. Well, uh, yeah, and then we'll get on to GWS and Geelong because we need to touch on that. Um, poor old ambassador yeah. and poor old Giants. Uh, well, they actually oh, did a good job. Yeah. But um, the last thing I was going to say that I just remembered they did a very good job. Very good job. The last thing I was going to say. Just on the last stuff about celebrations, because that's fun in my brain, it's been ticking over, is 
we're missing one, <laughs> probably the most unique one that copped a lot of flack when he first did it. He's a young player. And you're going you're gonna to guess he's not from a Victorian club. I'll tell you that much. Ah, there it is. Emil it's is the bow um, and arrow. doing the bow and the arrow bow to me in the wizard screen right here. I'm watching him pull it back <laughs> and send it to this guy. Yeah, uh, the bow yeah. and arrow. I remember when he first busted that out and I think he got like booed. People didn't like it because middle-aged Dude, white men don't like it. a lot of stuff, of if you haven't noticed, and have big opinions, which is real cool. Um, not us two, not these two. And a loud platform. <laughs> a big platform, yeah. <laughs> But he, he's, he's well, got to be the platform anyway. Well, that's right. We got, we got a few listens. Ba- it's basically our mates. Hey, friends. Hey, Deal. <laughs> hey, Cuffy. Hey, <laughs> Thanks for um, listening. <laughs> um, yeah, he did. Um, his, is, his is truly unique. Dersma, we're talking about. Dersma, of course. I didn't, we didn't even say his name, did we? Xavier mm. Dersma. Um, yeah. Mm. What's he shooting out? And for? earlier as well than. Oh no, maybe I don't know. Maybe Cornelio was first. I'm not sure. Maybe Charlie Cameron, but they seem to have. Mm, Dersma would have been later than the other two, probably. Hey, because he was mm. he's more recently picked. Yeah, he's than only the other two. He, that's right. He's only played this is probably his second year. Yes. Yeah, they were 2018 mm. draft, so 19, third year. Gee, already third year. That's quite right, fast. Third year. Um, coming into the fourth, but he's a he's a great player. I'm all I'm all for it <laughs> to tie a knot and finish Brilliant. the chat of celebrations. Like, there's a way to do a fun celebration like that without being a wanker or without showboating too much. And I dare I say, I think Bailey Smith's ventured into showboating territory because truly he held doing that to the crowd for like 20 seconds and his mates were trying to celebrate mm. with him. Like turn around and make celebrate with your mates for a bit here instead of just giving it to the crowd. It got awkward to me. It was so long. Yeah. He did it for so long. Watch it again. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it's- man. Who does it that? A very long time. You're right. You're right. Around, you're right. Um, but that's, I think that, that's the line. Yeah, dude. I think let's uh, let's have more more celebrations. Less less long, perhaps, but more celebrations. We don't have. You're right. We don't have that much of it in our game, um, and I'm no. I'm all about it. Um, yes, we like to talk, we're tall, but, poppy, tall poppy syndrome. We cut down the people who celebrate yeah, too much. Oh, you think you're better than me no, doing no. that pretend bow and arrow thing? You think you're better than me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am. Well, if you think you're better than the bow and arrow guy, then you should bring like a machine gun and do the celebration on that. Yeah, bring your Uzi. We've got Reese Madison with a shotgun. Harley's ki- uh, Harley, Charlie's kicking uh-huh. Char- Harley, Charlie. Charlie, uh, Harley, yeah. Charlie Davidson. Harley. <laughs> and, yeah. And, um, <laughs> and then we got the bow and arrow. What else could you do? Well, Ackermanis used to do his like push ups. Oh, he's. The handstand. Handstand post. Handstand push up. Kiss handstand the ground. Push up, um, which is his thing. Post, I mean, we don't necessarily handstand. want to use. Yeah, it, it, we don't necessarily want to use that as an example, though, do we? Because no. he was an he was an amazing champion of the game, brilliant player, won a Brownlow, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah he, did. Um, he did. Yeah, he he did. He won a Brownlow. Wow. Um, but he's not. He's now into. He's now into crypto. his own cryptocurrency. Yeah, so uh, if that's the path that leads down, then I can understand why modern players are a little bit hesitant. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. not everyone who has their own symbol needs to have their own cryptocurrency. I mean, Agreed. they might. I'm not. I haven't looked into it. Charlie <laughs> Coin could be a thing. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Nice. Ice yeah. Coin. But mm, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Big Shop. X to the moon. Xavier <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, not Akka. Oh, we'll bring uh, what back. else could we have? We could oh, we could have a lot. Fishing. There could be a fishing thing. A lot of players oh, like fishing. Oh, reel them in. Hell um, yeah. Bit of, 
bit of a boot scoot. I imagine there's some players uh, in the league who love a bit of country music. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe True. some break dancing. There'd be we'll some players some... who could dance. Yeah, there's a bit uh, of candy stuff. There's some pretty good like hand like hand action going on with. Uh, True. I know. Like seen a lot of good handshakes and... in the last. Yeah, a lot of inventive kind of handshakes. Um, yeah, Petrarca and Oliver had some pretty fancy stuff. Who did the? Uh, someone did this one. Something in the pot. Mixing up the pot. Mixing up the pot, baby. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. I don't remember who it was, but that was that was not so long ago. I also remember Tim mixing it Tom up. Phillips, not Tim Phillips. Good man, Tim Phillips. Uh, good Saints fan, actually, Tim Phillips, friend of ours, mine Amelia's. But Tom Phillips from formerly Collingwood, now at Hawthorne. Collingwood. He did one where he yes. kicked a nice goal and then did a little bedtime, you know, hands Snoozy. together, palms together, head down on the, on the hands. Putting them to bed? Well, that's what I thought it was, and everyone was like, oh, he's yeah, putting him to bed, but apparently it was because he, um, he, I think it was a week before or a few weeks before he'd kicked a goal. He kicked a goal in like a bit of a contest and had been knocked out in the process, but his goal went through. Ah, so it was like a doing it, in my, doing it in my sleep kind of thing, um, which was I pretty see, I good, see. good humor. It's, quite good. it's like very that. good, isn't it? It's, it's happened organically. Mm. Um, it's yeah, it's, it fits. And I, but he never did it again. And I wish he, I wish he does. I wish that's his little thing. You can nearly do it like hitting a little dab. Like, who was the, ah, a little snoozy time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, that should be his thing. Well, who's the player that Harry Taylor brought the ham out to? I think it was uh, Jenkins, in, in maybe game. Josh Jenkins. Is that right? Josh Jenkins. Now, if he was playing football regularly, which he, which he isn't and isn't no. likely to be for a bit, no, yeah. but if he were, he could do a whole eating a sandwich thing. You know, that's there's, there's making the relevant. sandwich. Footy fans can understand it. Laying you know, it down. It, oh, I got the ham. Slapping got it, it got on. It from Harry Taylor. Boom, boom, boom chomp. You know. um, yeah. Pull out the gherkin. Boom. Flick it away. Uh huh. I'm uh-huh. into Don't it. Don't like it. Mm. <laughs> right. <laughs> Too much mayo. Get some of that uh. out. Flick it over at the opposition. Yeah, I like this. <laughs> really go. Yeah. Ham. It's like it's like charades on. <laughs> charades on the field. The commentators have a real tough time trying to decipher what he's doing. It appears he's getting in an imaginary car, I think, and he's he's doing burnouts. He's Wait. doing burnouts on the ground. Three words, uh, second word, four syllables. Uh, I'm not sure about this. Oh, it sounds like he's doing a jig. Sounds like jig. Okay, right. Uh, <laughs> And we're back, and it's the center bounce, and he is yeah. still, still climbing out, out there. In the- yeah. Oh, and they've got a warning against the six. To kill the receiver, warning for six six six. <laughs> still celebrating on the wing, just oh. deep in the forward pocket, on the ground. Oh gosh, that's good stuff, really. <laughs> now those poor giants. Um, right, there's a big, the big giants. sound, and it was the sound oh. of the ambassador crying. I was shedding tears. Yeah, yeah. man. Tough, tough, tough going. They, sad, um, sad beat. Um, they did a really good job this year. Sad though, beat. Right? They, they, they played really well this year. They played really well that game. Uh, yeah, come back from zero and three to start the season and then get back into some sort of shape. Um, and with, with the injuries they had second or, mm. you know, in the top three Huge. worst injury runs All year. in, in the, the league this year. Um, very impressive. I know some crazy good talent. And like what I think is can be a little bit heartening, at least for Giants fans, uh, is that it wasn't just about Toby Green on the weekend. Like they they played really well. Um, Geelong outplayed them and Toby Green would have helped. Wouldn't have made the difference, I don't reckon. 
Yeah. They didn't quite look and No. I mean, they, they made that run in the last quarter, maybe last quarter, third quarter, um, had, which had me running up the stairs to – because um, my housemate's partner was – she tapped out a bit early, so they – he went. Uh, he went off to put her to bed uh, and say goodnight. Um, but it had me run up the stairs to kind of alert uh, Ben that the game was back, well and truly back on. That run of three goals oh, that they kicked in a row. Yes, I had a little. I had a good feeling about that. They really, they really started to come, come back and come good. But you know, they got iced in the end. And Tui was Tui was very important in that game after coming back from injury. Mm. Um, kicked a couple of really clutch goals there. Um, uh, yeah, and what was interesting is that it wasn't like the wasn't the apart from Hawkins, I guess, uh, wasn't the major stars for Geelong who had to kind of do the job, was it? It was which which is interesting because I, I don't know will will we get to see uh, Selwood and Dangerfield dominate a game again, or is that kind of is that era just over? Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? And we keep on saying this must be terribly frustrating for Geelong fans because here they are in a prelim again. 11 out of 15 years they've made the prelim, Geelong. 11 seasons out of 15 they've made this spot. It makes me cry. Being a Saints fan and a Carlton fan, if only Geelong fans. You don't know what you got, Geelong fans, like. For real, but we keep saying this, and it must mm-hmm. be frustrating for them because they keep on getting back to this spot. You know, too old, too slow. And you look at the list profile, and it does look too old, too slow. It's it, half the team is more than half the team is over thirty. It's insane. Like we'd yeah. get a game at the yeah. Cats at the moment if we could play football, <laughs> and we're ripped beings. But our age, right in the age, we'd profile, be the young. Maybe. We'd be the young bucks. Yeah, sure. the young thirty-year-olds. Um, but yeah. they, um, are, yeah, I'm not sure. Danger's still got it in him, but Selwood must be nearing the end sure. of his time because you've got to give some of those younger dudes. Like they're going to lose players like Charlie Constable and um, I don't know Jordan Clark if he's going to go back yeah. to WA or there's a bunch of good players that aren't getting games. Um, yeah, when you bring in Sean Higgins mm. and stuff, who's no doubt a great player, but you know 31, 32 or something like when are they? They've got to look to the future at some point. They're in the here and now. They're going for it. They're going for it right now and. Um, I do wonder. I do wonder as well, but I feel for Geelong fans who would be pissed off at every media commentator's too old, too strong Write comments that we keep doing. Mm. We keep writing them off. And yeah, 11 mm. out of 15, they are very, very good. They're a damn good team. But Danger yeah. Steel's got Danger and they, Field still has some tricks up his sleeve for sure. He's still a good player, but I reckon a couple of them are getting close oh, to Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, I was very impressed by them in that game. They, they, they did. They dominated uh, the footy, and they looked and a level didn't above. really look like they looked a level above. They didn't look like um, they really and that's much of sweat, did they? For like a, a bunch of that game, you know, there was and Alex and the Giants fans. We were talking through the Wizard portal with a bunch of other Giants fans, and they all knew mm. they were like, "Ah, oh, we're getting smashed. We are. We look second of the ball. That they just look better. Like we just don't look, don't look it today." And of course, when oh, also laid out Hogan was literally oh, the yeah. worst yeah. possible out that yeah. the Giants could have had. Worst out. Because he could have replaced Ruined it. Ruined whoever. Or, you know, Kelly would have been shocking. You know, there's a bunch of players that would have been terrible to lose. But some of them would have been more sure. replaceable. Whereas that forward line, without a key focal point, when they didn't put Finlayson or Riccardi in there as other tall forwards. So it was Himmelberg yeah. by himself with... And then they, um, sw- and then they swung... Um, 
They swung, uh, what's his name, uh, from the back line. Taylor? Late. They swung him forward. Oh, Haynes. You know, Haynes. Um, yeah, Haynes. Nick they Haynes. swung Haynes forward. Yeah, and he kicked a clutch goal at, around mm. that point. Yeah, you're right, because he was yeah. just swinging stuff around on the on the, on the the whiteboard, Leon Cameron was, um, yeah. which worked. It started, well, you had to. That little run. Started. Yeah, I'm glad they went for it. But um, yeah, that, that loss, that was like, when that happened, it's like, I remember talking to Alex being like, oh, mate. Um, free hit, dude. It's a free hit. No one's expecting you to win. Yeah. You've been decimated by injuries, and now this is the nail in the coffin. So if you if you beat them now, it's just all time. And and they're a, and as we say, they're a very very experienced final side, the Cats, and tough to beat in September. So yeah, and a, a tough tough one to swallow, but a really good year. Um during this tough time, also being away for so long from Sydney and not getting yeah. any home games for the last two months, two and a half months. Um, that's also doesn't go in your favor. So yeah, not, not a bad one for yeah, the Giants. Pretty good year. And it's not like it's, it doesn't feel like a squeezing, squeezing a, a bit out of a list that's kind of been there, done that. It feels like a, a regeneration of that list and, and there's yeah. a lot to be encouraged by. Um, and you know, they don't look like they're going to lose a lot of players. Nope. Um, they've, they've retained a lot of them. Um, yeah, lots lots to be encouraged by. Uh, if you're a some youth, Giants fan. Yeah, hundred percent. They've got some really um, good young talent. They're, they're going fine. Their backline's awesome, and Sam Taylor's got to be nearly the best defender in the game. He's so good. Sam oh, Taylor. Yeah. Um, he's, a he's incredible. Yeah. Uh, but 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 Tom Hawkins gave us gave a bit of a lesson to him in that game. He he outpositioned him. He outbodied him. He they you know he 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 showed what he's got and man he's just he's just been doing it for a long he's so good he's gotten he's so better, big. And better he's so strong he's so big isn't he mm. and he's such a weapon in that forward yeah. line to be able to take the ball out of the ruck like that you know you've got this 110 yeah. kilo mammoth man who can body you push you off the ball and also has this insane ability to just jump like, is a, you know yeah and, and and can just grab the ball and has a innate ability to just know where the goals are pop it on his left or right and just Kick goals from 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 stoppages, um, let alone you know, that, and that's like a, a string he's added to his to his bow in, in the later years of his of his um, playing career. Like he's been kicking bags yeah. of goals for over a decade, and he doesn't look like he's slowing down. He'll play for another couple of years. He's not the guy that's slowing down. You know, too old, too slow, too wrong. It's not Tom Hawkins. He's no. looking no, still as good, better, if anything, the last three years and a lot of his. Career that have that's also been very good and filled with premierships and. Big Do you make moments. him captain when next year, presumably Selwood will? He might get, hang up the boots. He might play on another year, but you, I would be passing the captaincy on, probably, yeah. just to give him well, that kind of Tom last Hawk? little year of of him. He'd be, he'd be, I he'd don't like know. Tomahawk would be thirty three, maybe. Mm. So that's See. too old for to be a captain, right? Surely. Oh, but as an interim, I don't know. Otherwise, what? Mm. what he's thirty three. Otherwise, what you give it to Dangerfield? Mm, I yeah, know, make, I mean think, you could. But, is that um, Mitch? Who's the neck that tier down? Like Mitch Duncan's a jet, but is he that leader? Is he, yeah, maybe yeah. in another team um, he Guthrie. might be. Guthrie's the other. Oh, jet. actually, I, I know who you give. I know. I know who you give it to. I know who you give it to. You give it to Tom Stewart. Oh, Tom Stewart. Yeah? You like that lead from the back line? Probably their most valuable lead player. from the back line. Yeah, he is lead by example. Question: Their best player at yeah. this this year and this two years in a row. He's incredible. Two years All Australian. Well done for Th- Stephen. Three, Wells I think. Three. Oh, gee, that's incredible. That's starting to get into yeah. you know legendary status at, at the club. Um, 
Stephen uh-huh. Wells from Geelong picking up. They just pluck these players from Geelong um, from the VFL. It really side. worked with Harry Taylor, I understand. Yeah, um, and Scar- Scarlet to, too. to kind of well, Scarlet. Scarlet yeah, of course. He's their defensive coach. Yeah, but yeah, they just picking them and they'll they'll yep. keep quiet if they've found a gem. And they'll be like, oh, don't tell anyone about this Tom Stewart kid. Hopefully no one picks him up and uh, we'll take him. Yeah. But also they're canny enough to do the same thing when WA go, oh, well, we found this Tim Kelly guy. Not going to tell anyone about him. Geelong sweep in, pick 21, Tim Kelly. Um, <laughs> pay through the ass in two years when you want him back. They're a good sign. Uh-huh. That is good football. <laughs> Meanwhile, my club, yeah. freaking coke addicts <clears throat> and throwing dwarfs around and moving down to Seaford and losing finals, like, Moving Damn. back again. Moving back. Yeah. Yeah, we um, um Yeah, there's I mean there's a good reason. And this is probably a good segue moment as well. There's a good reason why my club, the Blues, are chasing uh what's his name? Cook, Brian Brian Cook. Um yep. from Geelong, who's stepping down at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. And the it was it, it's been reported that he's gonna take on some sort of part time advisory role a role with Geelong, but Carlton are chasing him hard right. to come in and Yeah. Right, the ship. Well, this is a, this is a great said, said way. Yeah, as you say, we have not discussed, pretty much haven't really talked about our sides. One, because we didn't do the pod for about no. five weeks because we're sad boys. And two, <laughs> because our uh, two because our clubs um, weren't, haven't really been too relevant except for just like off-field yeah. stuff for, for the Blues. Uh, yeah, the yeah. Give, give the finalists the respect yeah, they yeah. deserve too. Yeah, but, exactly. Um, it's, exactly. We, yeah. <laughs> we are, no, we are pre- one and two. Extra time. Was it, sorry? Oh, I said, but now we're in prelim. We've got a bit more time. Oh, exactly. That's mm. right. We've only got two games to talk about. And then next week we do have a bye, which is annoying, but whatever. Build us up for the – extend this season out for another week, for another little focus. Um, um, but, yeah, we um, – merely our clubs are one and two on the disappointing list. Pretty much unanimously. That's like most people. Yeah. How does it feel for us again to be here again on another like – end of a year and we're wasted we're, year we're wasted again we're, our clubs again uh St Gilda came six last year and won a final and like got better more players <laughs> and did this thing and then just multiple 70 80 90 point losses in the season which you never do if you're a good side and the blue baggers have ditched a coach again early again the board yep. they're so thirsty for blood to a guy who had two mm. years Two years, two COVID. Two years, years during COVID. Two COVID years. Mm-hmm. What are you meant to possibly do? You could have got Clarko or freaking Belichick from the states or whoever you want to the, your <laughs> ideal coach. None of these guys were gonna would, sure. would have turned that around. Like, would they? I don't know. They'll never know. And David T will never get a run. Love him or hate him or whether you think he had a game plan or not. How the hell do you get that together in two years in a COVID impacted season? Seasons. Well, I agree. Uh, how do I feel yeah, about uh, being, you know, one on the disappointing list? Well, I, I temper that. Like I'm, I'm extremely disappointed. Injuries. We're, we're both of our clubs are also in the top three for injuries, injury, in, injury interruptions for uh, our best twenty-two this year. So you got to look at that. Uh, after a period of time, though, you also got to go. Well, we're always in the top handful for injuries yeah. is there a problem there uh yeah, the same. But you got i'm not Andrew anti Russell. the I, you guys got the like the guy yeah well that he was spo- he was he was supposed to fix it yeah he was supposed to fix it but so, i don't know man yeah. um there's there's a reason there's a good there's a really good reason why the blues have done a 
a full kind of reboot and and um and review of the club what is blatantly unfair and horrible is do we have the middle of the season um right right when um what what we're still kind of in it it's been disappointing to that point halfway through the season still a chance to make finals but it put a huge amount of pressure i guess uh it's not fair on teague to have been sacked after two years they obviously didn't think uh, he was the right guy for the job anymore. Um, why they? What? What? What is more important is why they thought he was the guy for the job in the first place. Um, and was it just by comparison to Brendan Bolton's style um, that he was looking like a great prospect? And we didn't go through a process and we just hired him. Um, so maybe he was never the right head coach, or at least never the right head coach without the support that he needed to be a, the right head coach. Um, so I'm I don't know man I'm 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 pretty numb to the whole thing uh I th- I think in terms of um you you also don't get the firing of Teague in the way that you do without the kind of changeover of the guard of the board which is just bad timing from for him um also without Clarkson being you know mm, supposedly available or at least being or at least yeah you don't you don't get that in the same way um but also, ultimately, throughout conducting the review, fairly or unfairly, rightly or wrongly, there must have been some pretty bad feedback for Teague and his relationships um, and what the ultimately what the players felt and thought um, around him. Because if you do a review like that and overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly the players love him, back him, get the game plan, want to be playing for him, but there's a bunch of other reasons that things haven't been going to plan, then you you keep going with that coach, surely. Am I am I mad? Like you, you keep going with that coach. But no, got the support of the players. I don't I don't if you got if you got the overwhelming support of the players, then I don't see any logic in walking away from that coach. Uh but I, I don't rec- I, from what I've heard, he didn't. Um and that's that's kind of that what what one of the things that sealed the deal. I, I think there's also this tendency to want to you know you're the new um, chairman of the board and you want to kind of oh, set, put a line up. in the sand yeah. and set change things up. And my, this is the new era. Yeah, this and is hundred percent. Oh, it's like every advertising executive when you come into a new job and change direction of a company right. or whatever. It's every time. Right. We're going to do things differently here. We're going to sack a coach prematurely. And the criticism. <laughs> oh yeah, you, and the criticism has been universally pretty pretty bad about about the way the things have been handled by Carlton over the last you know few months. Not only holding on to T too long, uh, or not informing him early dark. enough, or yep. you know supposedly mishandling the Ross Lyon situation, which I don't think they did. I reckon it's all right. I mean, they had the you know Luke says had a conversation with Ross Lyon about the possibility of the job. He's come out and said that he didn't think that the job was his or anything. Um, yeah, okay. So yeah, the way they painted it was that, that like Ross has been turned off by like you know he thought he had the job and now they're saying no, there's going to be a, a process before it. And he's going, oh, screw your process, yeah. which seems kind of silly. It's like, well, do you want the big massive job with millions of dollars? Like then there's a small process to go through. Whatever, you're not immune to and the process. I think it doesn't seem like it makes that much sense. To me, nah, and I think it's probably a wise move in some respects. He doesn't he doesn't want to be viewed in the same way as all other, you know, prospective coaches because almost all of them, except for possibly possibly Brad Scott, who 
might just be getting an AFL job anyway. All of the other coaches going for the job are, are, are assistants, untried assistants. So it's, it's, I think it's not unreasonable for him yeah, to go, true. I'm not going through that process. That's I think that's point. totally fine. Because yeah, you know what? At the end of the day, if they go through the process and the only people they've interviewed have been assistants, but they determine they really don't want someone who's only been an assistant AFL coach, then who's getting the job? Fucking Ross Lyon's still getting the job, man. Like, yeah, they'll come yeah. back to him. Right? They're still going to be able to offer it to him. Yeah, he doesn't. What does he care if he doesn't? Have to, if he has to wait a month or two months, hundred like, percent, a month of not having to go through processes and enjoying your life. And so, so if hoops. you had to uh, have a shot now, if you had to guess mm. who you think the coach would be, who is that person? I still, th- I still think, I still think. I don't think that the Clarkson thing has disappeared entirely. Well, imagine. Um, it's yeah. Uh, well, it's holiday with it's his been, family. Next it's been year. regionally. Yeah, yeah. Right. Go to New Zealand, maybe. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's been pretty widely kind of quashed by both him and his manager that he wants to. That he said he doesn't want to coach the next year, foil. and that's that. Mm. Um, but you know, these things don't mean anything in football. Not at all. The and they changed. Yeah. Clarko, the guy who was committed to the all Hawks the next year and was fine yeah, with the handover. Yeah. We went on a 20 minute hours. diatribe about how he was fine with it. Yeah. 40, 48 hours I later. Mean, yeah. It didn't, didn't work out. Like, uh, <laughs> didn't even, had a little chat about it, work we out. had like four you more know, weeks after the season. Didn't even make the rest of the season before right. he turned on that, which was, as everyone was saying, this isn't going to work. Um, so you're right. These things mean nothing. There's a long time before. Mean nothing. Yeah. If we, well, who, okay. So you, you, I guess, well, what's your final answer with that? If you had to have a guess, is, is it Clarko or is it Ross or is it? My only thinking, and like I'm, 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 I don't really know any of the assistant coaches very well, apart mm. from the names. So I don't mm. know who's leading that race. Sure. Uh, whether it's Adam Kingsley or or, or someone it's else. About I all know. I know that name. Um, There's a couple but, others, and that's all. Yeah, a couple others that'll be familiar to me if I read it again. But um, uh, but in terms of like whether it's Clark O'Lyon or Brad Scott or someone, um, I think out of that group. Um, I'd most like Clarko. From what I understand, Adam Chera is not a fan of Ross Lyon as Aye. well. So I okay. think if we are a, if we are gonna land Chera, and it sounds like we're a pretty good possibility of oh, landing yeah, Chera, you are too. and he dogs. doesn't want to come, if he doesn't want to come play for Ross Lyon, then that's pretty much a good enough reason, I reckon, not to hire Ross Lyon. Yeah, there's a few people I think, who don't like Ross. Honestly, Lyon. I, I yeah, but also I think that Chera is. Probably the missing piece in our midfield. You know? Yeah, dude, he's good. I think, it's that, I think he's pro- he's potentially that important because you—that's what you're missing. That's what what you need. You need another mid, don't you? It's, it truly is. That's what you yep. need. You got if you got Walsh, Cripps, yeah. and Chera in there with some others who can pinch hit and some in your wingers like right support on on paper. The Blues. This is why they're so sad sometimes. Like I thought you were going to play finals this year. I thought we were going to play finals this year. Maybe next year, merely. Yeah. But you know, add him to the list and then maybe. Who knows? Um, yeah, gee. So the names that um, uh, random betting agency is throwing up, because, of course, you can bet on the coaches. Oh, yeah. Brad Scott is the fave. Of course he can. Closely. He's the favourite. Yeah, and uh, Clarko, wily old Clarko, as you say, Mealy, very close second spot money-wise. Is then, he just? Yes, well, there you go. Interesting. The guy who's apparently not going to ever coach again or is going to go travelling next year is mm. tight favourite. Um then Daniel Gian Syracuse, a bit further okay. out. Michael Voss, Adam Kingsley, yeah. Don Pike, 
And then against a bunch of like, you know, it's like Mark Williams and Nathan Buckley, Paul Ruse. Sure. You know, ones that are just, and names I don't even know. Anthony Kudafidis is down there. (laughs) Kuda. Mark Murphy. (laughs) Mark Murphy is in there as an option. (laughs) (laughs) Sam Pang? What? What? Sam Pang? (laughs) (laughs) Just making the boys crack up at the huddle. Just popping jokes. Have you been Might paying be right attention, Harry Mackay? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Oh, man, that's funny. Yeah i i think I think there's a good chance that it's Clarko still. I think if it's not him, then I think our next our next choice would be Brad Scott. Um, if not him, then I reckon we'll be sniffing around someone like Buckley or Voss, mm. and probably Ross Lyon. But there seems to there seem to be some hurdles to jump for Ross Lyon, both in terms of you know, getting the club used to the idea based on whether it's what Chera said or the incident a few years ago with a female staffer that it oh, seems like a lot yeah, of people they, on the Carlton board weren't that, particularly kind of enthused about. I'd forgotten about that to be honest. And that was that was some weird they settled out mm. of court, didn't they? Or they they made they settled. Settled out of court and no one's really talked about it yet. And any time that happens, I'm willing to make an assumption. I know my legal old man probably wouldn't agree with this, but if you're settling out of court and no one's saying anything, you did the fucking mm. thing, right? <laughs> you did it. Whatever well, it is. Mate, I mean, did and, and all we know, we know that these things, and that this is, that happened before me too. And, and almost mm. always these stories go, and you don't want to paint someone with this brush because God, it's all, who knows how it actually went down. Mm. But the way these things have often gone down is the person in the male in power over uh, more junior, both in age and, and experience and level of, you know, employment, uh, puts pressure on them for, you know, for, for and sexually harasses them in, in a way that they don't have the same recourse of action because they're not in a powerful position. So, yeah, it, it doesn't look great is what I mean to say. Um, yeah. Who knows what hap- what's happened there? Presumably the Carlton board knows more than I do about it. And if there are reservations you know, so. that they have... Yeah, if there are reservations that they have, I think they're probably legitimate. So I don't think I want to see Ross Lyon at the club, not because of that reason, but because I don't like a defensive game plan. <laughs> yeah, well, that too as well. And, and he's also been out of footy point. for a few years. Like, he got yeah. fired from Frio and they weren't great in the last four years. No, they were coached, boring so. when he coached. They are way more enjoyable under Long Muir. Long Muir. Long Muir. Meyer. Mm-hmm. Muir. Meyer at Sydney, Muir at, yeah, Frio. Yes. Oof. Names, uh, huh? What's in a name, uh-huh, really? Uh-huh, what is uh-huh. time? Um, well, gee, okay, so our clubs, you know, I guess we wrap up on ours and maybe launch into these two tips that we have to give, um, which tips. everyone's been waiting out for, obviously, to get to this tight oh, hour as per usual. Pod, naturally. <laughs> yeah, tight, yeah. tight, tight, tight. Um, but, yeah, so, look, overall, again, maybe it's our undying optimism, Emil, because I still have faith in both of our clubs that, um, that the time is coming. Um, I, it just, at least to be making finals, it just has to be. Your side looks great on paper and and has the potential to mm-hmm. do it on game day, you know, plenty of times this year. And again, if it wasn't for these things that we mentioned, injuries and a, 
a pretty shocking COVID year, like things could have gone differently and same, same for the Saners. But I still have faith in, in both of our clubs to, to potentially jump up there again next year. There's no reason why we couldn't. We were half a game out or a game out of the eight and bad percentage from those losses early in the year. The back half of this year, Max yep. King kicked 22 goals post by, you know, like we, we got a lot of shining lights at Mighty Saners. I don't know if you saw Cooper Sharman play by any chance, but this guy's oh, such a good story. Kicked four goals and took about five yep. contested marks in the in the our last game against Frio. But this guy was playing in like country. He's from Leeton in New South Wales. He was playing country footy there. Moved to Melbourne for like to study at about twenty or something. He kind of like dropped his footy dream for a bit. Went to play at Bowen. Bowen with under Rodney Eid, Rocket Eid. Get him in, Vietnam. Oh, sure. We get a rocket up there. Up the boys at the Blues, mate. Um, <laughs> yell at them in his old school way. Um, <clears throat> do you have something? Perfect. Rocket? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, no, yeah. Just rocket to the moon. That's all. Right, He's got his right, own Bitcoin. Right. That's <laughs> yeah. Eid coin. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So he's playing out there and Ro- and Rodney he was actually like, this kid's got something pretty special. He's got something different about him. And anyway, he went back to Leeton, was playing like r- just rural footy, then thought he'd take, he'd lent in a little bit again uh, this year, thought, well, I might as well, you know, Victoria, the VFL had been wiped out for last year and this year wasn't looking great and South Australia had a better record with, you know, keeping the comp going, I guess. So I was like, you know, maybe that's the, that's the go. So I went over to the Sandful, played for uh, one of one of them. Can't remember, and just had a had a patch where he was like, "This guy, this guy can play. Who's this 20, 21 year old skinny dude? This one ninety three weird third tall matchup, the shaman." Mm. Um, and now, mm. uh, yeah, Sainz picked him up with pick twenty in the mid season drafts. So not even not even near the top Hell end yeah. of it. And a week later, he was on a plane to um, Cairns where he was maybe going to play in the game against Adelaide. That's how bad our injury list was. We had 27 players to choose from. Good stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. And he was nearly going to get a game. But that guy, man, the back end of this year, he's, he's, I love these stories. I love the guys that just get plucked out of nowhere. And he's, and this is thanks to James Gallagher, our list manager, who's an Adelaide guy. He's another. Uh, finance guy who played captain to a side when he in his playing days played a lot of football but uh, but knows the sample and uh, South Australia really well so Callum Wilkie Tom Highmore Cooper Sharman all out of the sample yep. all really yep. promising players for us like Wilkie hasn't missed a game kept buddy to five touches and one no. goal when he was storming home to kick a thousand um, and this Cooper Sharman the last game, he was just ripping it apart. Max King was out and he took five contested marks and kicked four goals and he just kicks them straight and just gets it done. And I've got a lot of I've got a lot of faith for next year and I'm just looking forward to being able to go to the football as we said at the top of the pod because if oh, we were right. played a bunch of finals, it would have it kind of sucks that we wouldn't have been able to go for our clubs. It's so damn rare. That True you enough. You missed you miss that. And there is that. You might not be able to go again for a while. So I'm... Putting yeah, legs well, in I, f- I feel for my mates whose teams are contending now, especially you know, oh, Melbourne, Cuffy, and man. other Demons oh, fans. 100%. Yeah, that's that's a bit brutal, but it is. At least given the team that they've got, you're like, well, they're going to be around the mark for a while. So oh okay. yeah, if they don't get it this year, mm. they're very likely to get it next year. And also, maybe for the D's, much like St Kilda, even Carlton, you could mount a case of this. Kind of perfect as well. Kind of hilarious. Like, of course, Melbourne or St Kilda would would end yeah. their 50, 60-year drought in a COVID season playing in WA when you can't go. Like, that kind of sounds Melbourne-y or St Kilda-y to do, right? Like, yeah. Or who I cares remember, at this point? Just get it off the back. Just, yeah. just win it. 
I'm exactly. I remember last year thinking that I was like, I bet you, you know, if the Saints came out and somehow miracle won the 2020 COVID season, everyone had just it'd have the asterisks and like, yeah, but yeah, the Saints yeah. didn't. Really, I remember thinking that like, oh, it's so frustrating. We talked about it on the show last did year. We? I remember? Oh yeah, gosh. Never did. I would have aired, aired out my <laughs> grievances on this show for sure, and uh, and of course saying you know you know though if Richmond win, it'll be. Business as usual, no asterisks next to them, which I, in the end happened. Oh, and behold. Look at that. But mm. see you later, Tigers. Your time is done. Yeah, they are. Always next year, Millie. Um, just, just, just one – that's right. One, But one last thing, one last thing before we move on from yeah. our clubs because uh, it's it's getting to that time of year. Um, who on – who in the in the Saints world and in in, in the forums and the chats? Who who are the whispers? Start, I want to hear a couple of players. Oh, draft that draft you might players? be in the mix for. No, no, no oh, players okay. that you might draft. be in the mix for from other clubs because it's this time it mm. always gets uh, gets gets going. And I'll get you started because we, I've already talked about Chera. Mm-hmm. So apparently the Blues are right into him and they're a good chance. But also George chance. Hewitt from Sydney Swans. apparently were yep. quite a good chance of um, a securing. Um, how about you? Have you heard any any little couple little, little tips whispers. from Saintsland? Yeah, I'm, I haven't been engaging as hard yet, and I'm sure to step that up very soon in these next few weeks and we'll do i'm sure we'll do a little post gf or pre-gf uh episode where we can indulge even further and <clears throat> even more on, on this speculation um but also a couple of sydney players to be honest we have interest in like a fringy oh, yeah. guy hayden mclean who used to play for sandy who's just a, a rock yep. and a tall forward i think they like jordan dawson because he's uncontracted i think a lot of clubs are keeping their eye on him because he had a really good season he's Really good player. I'm not sure where he fit, finished in the BNF, um, but he's quality <clears throat> and unsigned because they've got that tight cap. And Luke Parker's now signed on for four more years, and so they they still have a pretty. I think they have a pretty tough salary cap situation still. Um, so there's whispers around a couple of Sydney players, really those those two. Um, but the other, I think the big one mainly for Saints, they've got their eyes on a future with two kings on the ground my friend we want to uh, every, yeah everyone uh, playing checkers and we're playing double king chess um and double uh, king chess yeah and oh, which also <laughs> ben king yeah. didn't make the top 10 in the bnf in the gold coast he kicked 48 what goals how does what that happen fuck? i know it doesn't mean anything really I don't but know. he didn't Took Miller took it no, home. No, it does. Easy. It absolutely does. That could be that is could that, be an incentive in his contract. That could be. Oh, true. That, it's good a fucking point. shambles. That's, man. Good, that's a good point, mate. I actually forgot. You're, you're right. That's absolutely something that be incentive. teams look at if they're looking to trade for him. They're like, oh, where did he finish in the BNF? Oh, that's right. a really good point. Because what is that about? I don't know. He came what third, top five in the Coleman in his third year at a terrible club. That is bonkers. To not make the top 10, dude. He kicked 48 goals. I think he kicked 48. I'll check this. Mind-boggling. Absolutely mind-boggling. I I don't understand. But anyway, I think those mighty saints have – he's out of contract next year and I think they're saving up their pennies to launch and reunite Ben with Max. And I'm kind of torn because part of me just wants that – I don't like – ripping about other clubs to take their players. And as much as I'd love Ben, ben King, you know, like I don't always want to see Gold Coast or other clubs or Judimos just constantly get picked away. But, you know, but on the other side, 
he's a Saints fan for life. They both idolise Nick Rewalt. His brother Max plays there with Nick Rewalt's number. They live down the road from Rabin. It's like perfect dream. It's it's fantasy stuff. It's it's perfect. And if these two twin tower brothers can like take us to this our next flag, like or our second only flag in a hundred and fifty years, and I'm around for what it. A story. Like, Come on. So I guess I am I'm more Turn excited. Of the king. That. Yeah, dude. Yeah, man. And you can just think of the well, options with I, two of them. It is un- it's unfortunate that it's Gold Coast Day, but it would yeah. be the same if it was any team that you had a lifelong, you know, fan of the club who, whose brother was at your club mm. um, and you that you were a chance of getting them lose. They're out of contract. You'd go to whoever that was, regardless of whether or not they're playing at the Gold Coast or, or you know, that's West true. Coast or whoever, any any of the bloody coasts. Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah. Any coast. I'd pick from any coast. It just feels the worst when it's the one that keeps on just losing all their good players and are struggling to yeah, have never played does. finals. Um, well, maybe maybe you vote for them properly in the fucking best and fairest. I don't know. Well, yeah, I'm still been trying to find the bloody Coleman results, which my, which the AFL app in all its buggy glory has not been allowing me to do so to find exactly where he came. But that baffles me how he's High not up. in the top ten. But um, <clears throat> top yeah. ten in the Coleman wasn't top ten in his yeah. I know, no but... sense. Forty eight goals. Right, in right, side. right, right. Yeah. All right, here we go. Okay, uh, tips me. for this week: tomorrow night, Friday yes. night, uh, seven fifty. Yeah, for 7.50 Melbourne time, Eastern State time, which must be 5.50 over in the West, um, it's the Demons taking on Geelong um, in a game which could be an absolute fucking cracker. Um, I think the only way Geelong wins this is if Melbourne choke and let those mental Demons uh, do the playing rather than the demon demons. Um, I'm back in Melbourne, but I, I really hope Melbourne win. Um, but my only, my only, my only question mark is that: Do they have the fortitude to get over a very experienced, very professional Geelong team who will not um, give them many chances if if they um, if they start, you know, letting them in? Yeah, I um, you've, you've, I agree wholeheartedly, Emil, on everything you just said. I want the D's to win. I think they'll win. And they will only lose, as you say, if they if they uh, get in the get in their heads. Um, yeah, I, I honestly don't have too much else to say. I think that's I think they're going to win, and I'm I'm really excited for the D's. I, I think they're a completely different side, obviously, to 2018 when they went and lost a prelim to West Coast and got pummeled. Completely different team. They are so much better now. They got talent on every line. They dominated the All Australian side this year. Six six players. They've got Max, Maxi Gaunt, like one of the best captains, one of the best rucks, deep midfield, best one of the best back line. They keep sides to an Their average of 60 points. embarrassed Geelong last time. They're so good, man. And so, you know, like Geelong have got, as we say, the aforementioned uh, fish man who keeps on getting better and better, Tom Hawkins and um, Jeremy Cameron and, and Gary Rowan. But Gary Rowan hates finals, can't play finals. Mm. And, um, yeah. yeah, it's really strange. Um yeah, also, geez, Gary Rowan hit, King hit, uh, coward punch Lockie Neal at work earlier in the season. No one's talking at, about it. At, at work? At work. Was he in jail? Did he put in jail? Or anything? You would have thought. <laughs> Apparently not, though. At work, would have too. fucking thought. Yeah, I know. Disgusting. But hates finals, though, so maybe he's getting his comeuppance. Yeah. Um, maybe, word. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I haven't said that for a long time. But, yeah, I think I think the D's do it. Up the D's. I'll be going for him big time. Up the D's. Car on the red legs. Mighty red legs. 
Yeah. And on Saturday night uh, at 7.40 Melbourne time, Eastern State time, 7.10 Adelaide time, it's the res- it's Port Power taking on the Bulldogs who just keep on keeping on. Um, however, I think this might be a game too far. Yeah, I think it's a game too far. I'm tipping the power. Yep. They are um, – they're just they've come really good at the right time, and and I just even if the Bont plays, he's not going to be able to be not his full capacity. Best how could how could you possibly be? Yeah. Um, no. And Waitman's been important for them. I think yep. they're going to be they're going to no be, Josh gonna be Bruce. a good game to watch. Yep, no Josh Bruce puts additional pressure on on Norton, and man, it's going to be like going to be a cracking game to watch. I reckon, but uh, I just think Port will get it done. I agree with you over there as well. They'll have a genuine 19th man with that crowd. Um, no yeah. Waitman, no Bruce for structure, as we said. I wonder if they'll roll the dice on Jamari Gulhagen, kind of throwing him to the wolves there a little bit. Um, I'm not sure if that'll happen, but it just feels yeah, like Lear, it's... Oh, Lear, Lear. Patrol, patrol in the back 50. Pick up of the year. What's going on, Sydney? Mm. Just letting go of these jets. Um Incredible player. Love watching him play, as most football fans do. And Port, as you say, timed their run to perfection, which is what you need to do. They've got all of their players in. I don't even know what their injury list is like. It's, it's if, if, if at all. I'm the only one, yeah, the only one who's questionable who would be in their best 22 would be Georgiades, I think. And even but he's still likely to come back anyway. Second so. year player who's, you know, not, not the uh, be all and end all, and there's many other lines or avenues right. to goal. You know, their last. Uh, sorry, two weeks ago when they played, like um, when the ball hit the deck, they got Fantasia or Fantasia, oh Butters, Rosie, Robbie Gray, Motlop. If you need running, like they have. Can I so- can I read you the um? Can I read you the Port Adelaide injury list? Yes, you can. Yep. Okay. Uh, the big names, big big names. Yeah, huge names. Yep. Taj Schofield. Oh, it's Taj out. Got oh, a hammy. No. Oh, no. Out for the rest of the season. Kane oh. Farrell. Oh, Kane no, Farrell. Kane. His knee. Jeez. After the rest of the year. And Trent Burgoyne. That is it. <laughs> that all? is it. I didn't even That's know it. there was another Burgoyne there. Um, I know Kane Farrell. Yeah, I know those names. That's all. I know Kane Farrell and I wouldn't yeah. know what he looks like. So... Oh, then that's Port every day. If they don't win this game, then they've, they've lost it. Like, they lose. They You're are, right. It's yeah. all on them. They win or lose this game all on them this weekend. They've got everything in their favour. The game's at home. They've got a yeah. The injury list is not. They have a crowd there. So they have yeah. They have the home mm-hmm. ground advantage and the crowd there. There'll be barely any of dogs fans there. Oh, mate, no. everything's against the dogs, which is just how they like how it. they like it. Bulldogs fight and bulldogs. I just do something else. I also I just worry though. I worry though because I I agree. I love that. You know, underdogs mentality—they do—they do thrive off that. But in terms of the grand final that we all want to see, uh, if Bulldogs limp into the granny, you get you give them a little chance. But after playing uh, Essendon down in Launceston in the, in the, t- in the pouring rain, yep. then travelling up to Brizzy and playing a tough, muggy game, one point finish where your captain and leader gets injured, um, in, in probably like pretty tough deck, I would have thought, and then go down to Adelaide, play a uh, rampaging Port Adelaide against their fans, and then to travel over to WA the next week to play – no, sorry, two weeks. The, the buy would really benefit them yeah. more than any of the other clubs still in it. Yep, But true. that, I feel like, we, in terms of getting our best grand final, it's going to be Port and Melbourne. Yep. For the best. Yeah. 
I think we I think we leave it on that, Melia, because I think you've Oh, you've got something else. Your eyes, your eyes is lit up. That's the very last the, the only the only other thing I would say yes. would be it'd Hell be quite yeah. nice to see uh-huh. Port taking on Geelong in a grand final and a bit of payback from what was it, two thousand seven. Yeah, hundred and forty point I'd like, I port win. That. Okay. Yeah, that would be good. To <laughs> to uh resign Geelong to their graves. Their elderly uh, <laughs> their elderly bodies just gave up and uh uh-huh. Bulk Help them slowly back to the retirement. Earth. Yeah, back down with the rest oh. of us um, outside of yeah. the top eight. Yep, I I, I can yeah. feel that. But I reckon you're on the money. Port and Port and Melbourne feels right to me, and a, and a hard battle. It'll just be a cracking game. That's talent all across the ground, oh, and there's X Factor on all those. Every so much and X a, Factor and, in those teams. And a winner. The the, the most recent winner was, would be uh, Port from 2004 or whatever it was. So, like. Yeah. They're new faces. That's that feels, yeah, and, and only their second premiership in the AFL. So I'm I'm all right with that. Yep, hundred percent. Share it around. Share it around, share y'all. It around. And that's our message for today. You got to share it around. Not your your bodily not f- COVID, fluids, but other COVID, but your love <laughs> no, no, no. through the wizard. Portals. Share your love around through yeah. a wizard screen. Give give, yeah. give give your computer a hug for us. Come on, you know, me and Millie are gonna do it. Hopefully, right there's someone on the other end of it. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Good to see you, my friend. Good to see you. Hey, we'll see you in a week, uh, and we'll talk to you then, and 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 uh, we'll dissect a bit of a prelim, and we'll maybe lean a bit deeper in terms of like rumors and in, in, innuendo about uh, who might be coming there and who might be going there, and fun stuff. maybe we'll have some more news. Reed Carlton's co- coaching vacancy. Who knows? It's a whole long time in football. You just have to tune in. Yeah. Weeks a long time in footy. Don't we not? Six weeks off is a long time in footy. But we're back and uh, we're going to delve in next week. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time. Bye. Bye.